Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome into Alma number two of the Outdoor Show. Glad to have you with us on this Saturday morning. And we're asking you a question, just one that uh, throw out there and uh, don't feel shy about mentioning brand names. We want to know what your favorite go-to feline knife is for cleaning fish, whether it be electric or just a standard blade, which is your favorite? And I got some comments in. This one is from, uh, let's see, this is Old Man Sam. He says, my favorite standard fillet knife is a gifted 7-inch Wust-Off. I'm not familiar with that one. Flexible stainless steel blade, polycarbonate handle. It's a great knife. All right, thank you for that. I'll have to look into that, old man Sam. And Frankie D, the king of the tickfaw, is checking in. He says, I've been using the cordless bubble blade with the thin blade, especially for the Sokolay 9-inch Dexter for offshore. That's his two cents. There you go. That's a couple of good knives, too. And this one says, bye-bye to the Mid-Barataria Sediment Diversion Project. I was against it from the start. I missed the first hour, but I'm sure you mentioned it. Well, I did not mention it. I don't know if it's a bye-bye, but it seems like there's going to be a pause in it, uh, some information being put out. Uh, it's always been controversial and looks like it may be on hold for a while or perhaps permanently. We'll have to see. Here's one that says, uh, I'm disappointed that CCA Star has moved from weighing to photo catch and release. Is this just for reds or all categories of fish? At one time, it was the weight that won, uh, that won a rodeo, not the length. Who doesn't like to bring home a nice catch, fire up the grill, or oil for a good meal? I think these rules take the fun out of fishing. I've been fishing the Star for several years. Not sure I will register this year. Well, it's a, an effort to... Uh, do conservation, and that's with the name of their organization, the Coastal Conservation Organization. I'm not real clear on those rules yet. I've been waiting to get uh, one of the guys, Sam Hopper, maybe the director of the tournament, to come on and, and go over the explain the new rules that they're going to be working under this year. All right, here's one that says, I use an old Dexter Russell boning knife that's been reduced uh, one blade size from multiple grinding to sharpen. My father was a meat cutter in a large slaughterhouse, and he would retire his old boning knives for using filet and fish. They worked good then. They still do. The quality steel blade really holds a good edge. That's John S. Listen to us in Fairhope, Alabama. 
And uh, Texter 1150 says a lot of fog. Uh, let's see, that was, oh, okay, that's Riker down in Delacro. Be careful if you're going down there. And this one says, y'all keep saying there's no statistical proof that bow fishing does not hurt the does hurt the redfish numbers, but we do see it in the upper marshes. If they would make a limited season for them, would definitely help the reds. That's Mike and Myrtle Grove. Well, they're now requiring permits, and they're trying to get a handle on the numbers and find out uh, exactly and what the the true data is on how many people are participating and how many fish they're taking. May take a while to get that, though. Here's a vote for the American Angler, Mr. Twister, Nine Inch Blades. That's from Wilson in Covington. That's a combination mix there, but whatever works for you. All right, we come back after this timeout. We're going to talk to Captain Mike Gallo, get his fishing report from down on the bayou. He, We call him Born on the Bayou. Listen up when we come back in three minutes right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And our Born on the Bayou report with Captain Mike Gallo is a presentation of CETO. And as I was talking with Robbie Campo, if you go to the Louisiana Sportsman Show taking place at the Canes River Center in Baton Rouge. You're going to see Chris and Colleen. They've got a booth there. It's right across from the John Deere Sunshine Equipment for CETO. You can't miss them, all the yellow and black logos around there. And when a guy like Robbie Campo, who operates a marine and launches boats for a living and experiences all of the boats that have problems, that get stuck in the marsh or need tow-ins, and if he supports it, you know it's a good deal. $199 for a whole year, you get free going, bring you fuel, jump start you if that's the problem. Every boat you own, rent, or borrow for one price, and it's 100% coverage from your home dock even to a repair facility. So sign up. You can do it at the show, as I mentioned. See Captain Chris in person. Talk a little fishing with him. He had an ice chest full of speckled trout with him at the booth. Or call him at 504 504- 301-4545, or simply visit them online and sign up at com. All right, another one of those charter captains I saw at their annual conference and meeting was 
this guy, Captain Mike Gallo, got to share a, a meal with him there and uh, talk a little bit about fishing and about the industry. Captain Mike, what's been going on, my friend? Well, it's been rainy and windy the second half of the week. I did want to mention before I get into my report that CETO has their boat show special. You pay the one-time fee for 12 months, but you actually get 14 months of service. So you get a little bit of a bonus, and that's for new members as well as existing members. So a good deal on top of a good deal. Now, is that if you sign up at the show or just during this period while the show is going on? Just during this period while the show's going on, they will That's they will take thought. care of you. You can call Chris or Colleen, and they will get you set up. Or do it online, CETO.com. Correct. Correct. Many different ways to get there. Um, anyway, my fishing report, earlier in the week before the weather turned bad and a lot of the water got dirty, there was some fish being caught still along the intercoastal waterway as well as the Mr. Go. As Robbie was saying, some of the fish are starting to fan out, and they're in more areas um, spread out. So this time, as fish are fanning out and not all in one specific area, it's really good to use a popping cork. That's a great search bait, help you cover a lot of water and find fish. And when you find some, you might only find three or four, maybe a few more, Catch them as you can, and then go back to searching. Hopefully, you find them in similar areas. They might all be by a point, or they might be all on the inside of a turn. And after a while, you can put a pattern together and begin to eliminate dead water. And by the end of the day, you should have a good day. Well, Mike, you've been at this fishing guide business for a long time. You spend a lot of time on the water. You've done it year after year, and you've kind of in your mind, if not, somewhere on paper or in a computer logged in tendencies at different times of the year when conditions are under certain way as far as water levels, water clarity, air and water temperatures. What would be your go-to areas if somebody was heading out fishing this week or this weekend? I would still concentrate my efforts along deep channels. I heard you mention earlier in the show that someone, um, I think, sent you a text report that they caught fish along the drains in the Wrigley's area. So there's a channel, Wrigley's channel, which is really deep, but those fish had fanned out to some of those shallower drains where the water may have been coming out of the marsh. So they're still where there's deep water in case bad weather comes through. If you remember, it might be 15 years ago, the telemetry program really taught us that during bad weather, those fish will retreat to deep water. So when I learned that 15 or so years ago, that changed the way that I fished. I was normally fishing in shallower water and moved my way deep, and I simply reversed it. I'll go to deep water first and work my way shallow. And obviously, like we said earlier, once you find them, catch as many as you can, but use that as a reference to continue in areas that are similar to where you caught them. If it's all in 12 feet of water, then you want to try to find areas, say, between 10 and 15 to look for them. So it's all sort of a process of elimination. But this time of year where we're still going to have fronts coming through, I don't think those fish are going to fan out too far from deep water. 
because if a front comes through with bad weather, they'll retreat to that deep water for safety. Got it. Uh, Mike, are you aware of any fog conditions? Uh, are you seeing anything down there in the uh, Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Catherine area? I got a report from a friend of mine that's fishing this morning that there is a little fog. You'll be able to see it better as we get more daylight. But this time of year, while the water temperatures are still cool, generally the fish are going to bite the majority of the day. So it's not important that you get out there at the crack of daylight. You can wait a little bit till it's safe and then get out there and still have a productive day. Very good advice. Mike, we got you on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. We link up to yours. Uh, Give us your website if someone wants to go direct and that telephone number if they're looking for lodging and fishing or lodging or fishing. Very simple. The name of the business is Angling Adventures of Louisiana. And an abbreviation of that is my website, which is aaofla.com. The reliable telephone is 985-781-7811. All right. We'll be looking at the weather picture for our trip next week and uh, make a determination soon on that, uh, given uh, whatever the conditions are. Mike, thanks for the reports each week. We really appreciate it. Take care. We'll talk with you next week. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right, there he goes, Captain Mike Gallo, our Born on the Bayou guy. All right, coming up next for you paddlers, we have a kayak fishing report. It's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And especially for you paddlers, we have a paddler's report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club and a presentation of Massey's three locations, Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and also on the north shore of Lake Pontchartrain in Covington. Eric Mohabarak is with us, and he joins us from beautiful, picturesque Caney Lake, Eric, what's going on over at the Massey's locations this week? Oh, man, how you doing, Don? Good morning. A little foggy out here today up on the big lake. <laughs> uh, we got, uh, they, got, uh, they, got, they got some uh, demo day. Some, I'm sorry. Let me start over. They got the Jackson kayaks off at 30%. Uh, they, they got, uh, they got the, some demo Hobies. Um, actually, a passport that's going for uh, 1200 That's a 10-5. They got a compass, which is a great deal, 1300 uh, Outback, uh, two grand. That's really a good price. They got a PA, uh, uh, 2600 And then the two 14 360s, uh, one's got some special luck on it. One of them's my old boat, uh, $3,400. That's uh, some pretty good deals on that. They also just got the new uh, Bonafide and the Natives in, Don. Wow, they ought to charge more for that Eric Mohabarak tested kayak, huh? Yeah, that's right. Captain Quinton put the gree-gree <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and of course, they can get information on those special deals at any one of the three stores, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, uh, that would be to call John at the uh, Carrollton location in New Orleans. And uh, they can bring it to Baton Rouge or across the lake to, to, to the other Masseys in Mandeville if they, if they want to demo it or something like that. Check it out, and it's no problem. They do two, two trips a week to each store. Well, everybody's been uh, reminding me about the City Park Big Bass Rodeo and the boats on the bayou. It's March 23rd, NewOrleansCityPark.org, and the boats on the bayou is on Bayou St. John, of course. $35 to enter that. The Big Bass is 20 And the first place boat is yeah. a $500 gift card. Tell us about uh, fishing that Bayou St. John. 
well, you, you can't give up. Uh, it, it's in a unique fishery, you know. Uh, it, you know, like last year they caught a six and a half pounder. The year before they caught a six. Uh, uh, and another guy ended up catching a bunch of twos and threes. He beat me out by like an ounce or something. Uh, but they, they got some fish in there. You just got to fish. A lot of creature baits work. Uh, the top uh, this time of year, I, I like to throw the frog and off the off the cement walls and stuff. Um, it seems to, uh, sorry, I'm in the middle of paddling, paddling. Um, but, uh, uh, they, uh, no, I'm running into branches. <laughs> they, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, some good, uh, little small four inch, six inch worms, uh, watermelon reds, a good one. I throw out some creature baits and, uh, just take your time is the main thing. All right, be careful now. We don't want you rolling out of the kayak while you're doing this report. Uh, All right, we, we got the Trout <laughs> Challenge is going to be coming up. That's the next Bayou Coast event, and they can find out more information on the website for BCKFC. Um, tell yes, us sir. about some fishing down a- along the, the lower coast for saltwater. What are you hearing or finding? Well, well, I know that in Port Salford they're still catching some some reds. You know, uh, they actually the the biggest end of slot reds. You know, twenty seven up. Uh, they are catching some twenty fives. You know, but you gotta it's kind of interesting. Got to weed through them <laughs> this time of year. Uh, seems as if they got a school of bigger fish back there behind the high school and and uh, and and uh, like uh, towards Magnolia and stuff like that. Uh, but the fishing's been pretty good, you know, for the reds there. Uh, also down in Hopedale, they've been uh, it's been uh, it's been good fishing. It's just that it, it it's been tough, you know. They had the wind and stuff like that. But uh, you got to find the clean water. Uh, they're catching plenty of reds. Uh, you got to weed through them, you know, because they're catching undersized reds over there. Uh, but you can get your limit fairly easy. And uh, there's a few trout being caught, and the uh, flounders are showing up now. So uh, looking forward to that stuff. Oh, that's good news. Now, are you just getting up there at Caney, or have you had a chance to fish? You know, that was one of the crown jewels of Louisiana bass fishing when that lake was first, well, it was a man-made lake. It was an impoundment. And, you know, the bass fishing went off the charts, and then they introduced uh, grass carp, which weren't supposed to breed, and they got uh, so prolific they ate up all the grass and all the habitat, and the bass fishing fell off, and they were putting tires along the banks to try to create some habitat. What kind of shape is Caney Lake in now? It's it's beautiful right now. Uh, they had a guy catch a big one yesterday. I think it was uh, ten something. I, I I landed a four, a little bit over a four. I'd say four and a quarter pounds on the Boca grip. Um, I've been working uh, lizards and uh, and 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 preacher baits a lot. Uh, it's just kind of I like kind of junk fish, you know. I kind of like junk fishing a little bit. I did throw some top water. I didn't get any action on that. But you know, Don, it, it's beautiful up here. Uh, I did some jigging along the rocks along the dam. Uh, I did not get any hits right there. I kind of like to do that. I've also, I also tried throwing a, a crankbait to, uh, to bounce it off the rocks, but it just didn't work for me. I caught that uh, that four-pounder on a, on a creature. It's like a crawfish. looking be little. It was a blue one. Uh, but it's beautiful up here, Don. I mean, I, I suggest going. Even if you bring the kids and, and just perch take off the, off the bank, you know, the cabins at the state park are wonderful. The water's right there. they got a, piers at each one of them. Um, I, I highly recommend a little family vacation up there. It's pretty nice. 
Yeah, the launches and parking lots are always kept in really good shape. Uh, where's a good place for a kayaker to put in? There was a place. It's been years since I fished there, but we went out of Brown's Landing. Where are Brown. you launching you can, your kayak? You can put it at Brown's. We're launching right out of the state cabins. We're launching right there in the water. Oh, okay. Uh, right out right the, the back park. of the cabin. Yeah, in the park right there, yep. And then we go on well, from that's there. That's convenient. We've yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It's it's nice. I mean, it, it, you know, you can also go, uh, I think Browns is the one by the dam. I can't remember. Yeah, I think that is Browns. Uh, but uh, you can launch there. There's two launches. So there's one at the beginning and, like, the end of the lake around there. So it, it's, it's nice deal. right there. You know? Well, Eric, uh, if somebody but, uh, wants to, to book a trip with you, you provide everything they need kayak-wise to get them started on it. Uh, tell them how to reach you. Uh, they can just uh, call me, or actually text me or call me, uh, 504-313-8292. Or uh, they can uh, call, you know, look on your website. They can get in touch with me through your website, the Underview the Outdoors Guy, and uh, Facebook and Instagram. Easy enough. So easy well, go get way. you one of yep. those big 10-pound pluses and send me a picture. I'd love to see it. Man, Don, I'm working on him. Oh, I'm sore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Be All right, careful guys. up there with Y'all the fog and the work. We'll catch up with you when you get back. Thank you for the report. All right, that's one Captain Eric Mohabarak of the Louisiana Kayak Company paddling around beautiful Caney Lake. What a great – I'm glad to hear it's restored. The bass fishing has come back. What a what a boondoggle that was putting in those sterile, which turned out to be non-sterile, grass carp. All right, we come back after this. Oh, yeah, we got a Louisiana deer conspiracy a threesome of two bad boys and a bad girl story for you. And following that, two LSU linebackers will be joining us to talk about their feral hog hunt with troops and tusks. All that coming up on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, looking at the text board, uh, we got the Silver Hill guy. He's listening to us on 106.5 FM in Mobile. Uh, he's got fog from Silver Hill to Mobile Paper Mill. That's where he's working right now. He uses the 6-inch standard Rapala for white trout and speckled trout. Hope to see you next weekend at Scott's Marine in Alberta. Yeah, stop by, Silver Guy. I'd love to see you over there. And, yeah, that's my favorite. I didn't realize so many people were on to the Rapala or Rapala. People pronounce the name different ways, but I uh, got a lot of people, and it's their go-to knife. Uh, here's one from Big E. says he contacted the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries about reducing the size limit on black drum. Response was very detailed, and bottom line is that they're going to look at it in 2025. And here's a heads up from Tony. He tried to go into the Louisiana Sportsman Show in Baton Rouge yesterday. He was not allowed in with his concealed carry. So evidently they have designated that River Center is a firearms-free area. And they've got the right to do that. All right, here's a good comment. Maybe we'll need to talk about this one week. Air fryer fish. He tried it, not as good. I absolutely agree. Less calories but less taste and certainly less crispy than in the good old hot oil. Once enough, I got a recipe. Uh, you know, I get the Louisiana Fish Fry makes a specific fish fry for air fryers, and it's okay, but it's not going to be as good as the the oil. But certainly, less. It's a lot easier. It's convenient, and you're right about the calories. Taste. Uh, I don't know. I think the taste is about the same, but the texture certainly different. He likes the Mister Twister Piranha Piranha knife. That's from Old Dog. P-Money's checking in. The turkeys are starting to get cranked up. Yeah, I know. Boy, I wish it was open already because they're gobbling. Possum's been showing up 
showing my boy a thing or two about how to catch Sokolay. Spring is in the air. Good for her and he. All right, we come back after this quick station identification pause. The Louisiana deer conspiracy alleged. We'll tell you the story. It's bad boy time right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. Dateline, February 20. Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Agents Sergeant John Volentine, Sergeant Jesse Davis, Sergeant Eric Little, Corporal Jeremy Fletcher, and Senior Agent Ryan Duran cited three subjects for alleged deer hunting violations that occurred across three parishes in Rapides, Grant, and LaSalle. The agents identified Tyler V. Dozart, Jr., as the man charged with three counts of taking over the seasonal limit of antlered deer, three counts of using other people's deer tags, failing to tag deer, and criminal conspiracy. Also cited were Tyler's wife, Kristen Dozart, for two counts of allowing others, namely her hubby, to use her deer tags and criminal conspiracy, while David Tuber was also cited for allowing others to use his deer tags. An anonymous tip, a lead like those that initiate so many of these cases, we report, led agents to Dozart's house using antler deer tags from the wife, Kristen Dozart, and their unidentified daughter's tags. He also used Tuber's deer tag on a 10-point buck he took from the Dewey Wills Wildlife Management Area. And another deer he didn't even bother to tag. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I do play one on the radio, and I diagnosed Tyler as a bona fide deer addict. Attempting to show that she had killed two of the deer, they staged photographs of Kristen with the deer. The agents ended up seizing four sets of antlers in relation to the case. If convicted, she, meaning Kristen, and Tuber face a $700 fine each while Tyler is looking at possible criminal fines and civil restitution totaling $9,807 and 90 days in jail. In addition, the case judge could set more fines and jail time for criminal conspiracy for alleged husband and wife co-conspirators 34-year-old Tyler V. Dozart, Jr. and 33-year-old Kristen Dozart of DeVille, Louisiana, our bad boy and girl. What if there's any truth in the, the family that outlaws together stays together? Well, we'll see. All right, we come back after this. We're going to check in with our plastic man, Captain Ryan Lambert. We'll try to find him in this fog wherever he may be to give you a fishing report. It's what we do on Saturday mornings right here, 5 to 7 a.m., on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And we'll get to the Plastic Man in just a second, but I want to clear up something. I'm starting to get some text about the people using deer tags. And one says, do you think that guys have the whole family registered tag so they can shoot more? And another one says, help me understand, if someone has extra tags, they can't let someone else use it in the family? The way deer tags are, there are three tags assigned to a license number to that person and only they can use those. So what is alleged that's happening here is one person is killing all the deer but claiming the other license holders, or in the case of a, a youth, a youngster who gets a free tag without a license, is saying that they killed the deer when in actuality they killed it. So it, there's no such thing as extra tags. 
If someone has an unused tag, they cannot give it to a family member, a friend, or anybody else to use. It is strictly their tag. But in this case, it appears that uh, they tried to make it through photographs, tried to make it look like the wife had killed the deer on her tags when, in fact, it was not she. So hope that clears it up. All right, let's talk to Cap Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Are you down? Uh, are you DTR right now? Nope, I'm sitting in the penthouse of the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck are you doing there? <laughs> My Katie's getting married today. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's wedding day. Yeah. The yeah, father of the bride. Day. Congratulations. Yeah, it's been going on for two days. It's a prolonged wedding, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so just, uh, we had a big party up here last night for Welcome to New Orleans. And this evening we're going to get my baby married off and then I go back to hunting fish. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you got some of that to do. Uh, what are, what are you hearing? I know you've been in contact with the boys down there. Oh yeah, I tell you what, it's it is on fire. I'm telling you, Todd had the best week. I mean, just I had some guys that they came down and they wanted to sight fish and fly fish. I said, okay, well you know how windy it was. So I took them the first day and I showed them fish, but they weren't quite sight fishermen. So I said, what? Let me let me take care of y'all. I'm gonna put y'all with Todd on the other side of the river on the east side. And they went and I don't know how many forty inch fish they caught, but they caught a bunch. Huh. I mean, just just we went caught a limit of, of regular reds and then we caught bull red after bull red after bull red. This has been going on because the river's at that at that great stage, you know, nine to seven area that uh the bait comes in, moves the entire area and I mean it's just on fire. You know, when you sight fish and redfish, uh, a lot of times, particularly if the water's a little murky and the light's not right, you don't see a whole redfish. What are some of the, the signs you see when you're looking for a redfish, whether you're you fly know, fishing or, or casting with a regular conventional tackle? You know, you can even see a fish when he's sitting still because as the water moves or the wind moves, you can see the different bumps in the water. And if you, if you do it all the time... You can see everything. I mean, I went by myself Friday just to, I, don't know, I guess it was Monday, Tuesday to get ready for them and scout and find some good fish. You know, I probably sight fished, I don't know, about 80 fish. I didn't catch them. I only threw at three. He caught the three, but I saw, you know, and just looked at him. So, oh, yeah, that's an easy one. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. And it's amazing when you're by yourself, which you can see. I mean, if you're not. Tell the customer, okay, there he is. He's at 10 o'clock and this, he's doing this and that. Because they still can't see him a lot of times, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, you know what the giveaway is on a redfish is those lips. You can see those big white lips sticking out sometimes. You don't see the rest of the fish, particularly if it's in grassy area. But uh, I'll look for that, that light color, you know. And that's, you know, I right where their mouth is. More, more than anything the else. Tail you too. Know, see, yeah, you see yeah, that dot in the blue. It's normally yeah. moving. But, you know, if if he's moving, it's pretty easy because the redfish will look like a torpedo coming through the water. Right. But if there's, there's a school of them or something, the water will just be rippling funny. You know, it's, anytime you see anything different than the, the flat surface of the water, something's there. Or, again, you can see the little minnows and shrimp getting out the way. That's always a telltale sign if he's coming down the bank because everything will be like, oh, here he comes. Get out the way. Move. <laughs> yeah. Tofield Bourgeois used to call that nervous water. You know, where you just yeah, see all that, water. that a lot movement. Of people do. Boy, 
Yeah, big schools of those those bulls underneath there, man. We'd fish them over there in uh, in Little Lake at certain times of the year. Would load up with them. You got them down there pretty much year round. Yeah, we always have them. I mean, it's it's gonna be a great spring because the river's gonna go to about seven, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be good. I'll be spending my time fighting diversion fights, I guess, instead of fishing. But <laughs> I'm gonna get it done. Well, take care of that uh, that daughter's wedding, uh, you know, and uh, be a gracious uh, father of the bride, and uh, you know, and you can get back to your natural habitat. Yeah, it's, it's not my natural habitat where I'm sitting right now. I can promise you that. <laughs> but, what were you wearing uh, at the wedding ceremony? I'd like to see you kind of dressed up with a tie and stuff, you know. Yeah, I'm wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> Tux, yeah? yeah. I bet you look good in a tuxedo. Yeah, get a, a picture of that. I had a suit last night. I, I went to Baton Rouge the other day to make a little little statement, and uh, I had a suit on there. But I said, "Really? Wow, dude! <laughs> I've never seen you like that before." I said, well, my, my, "My mommy made me do it." <laughs> <laughs> I don't recognize you. All right, my friend, yeah. uh, get you some rest and uh, get back to action, and we'll catch up with you next week. All right, buddy. Y'all have a great day. All right, a plastic man. You'll find him at CajunFishingAdventures.com. All right, we come back after this. The Weeks brothers join us. You know them, number 40 and number 33, linebackers for LSU. They were in on a feral hog hunt using airboats and dogs and people and had a great time and filled an episode of Tigers in the Wild. We'll get them to preview it for you. Coming up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, recently we told you about a very unique tournament. It was a feral hog tournament called Troops and Tusks. It's been going on for a few years now. Uh, is the birth, a brainchild of Derek Poor, and uh, a couple of our uh, LSU Tigers uh, linebackers, Whit Weeks and West Weeks, participated in it, and our cameraman, Chris Lecoq, accompanied them, and you will be seeing it if you tune in Bayou Wild TV next week, and you will see the episode of when they did this wild hog chase using airboats and dogs and everything else you can imagine. Joining us now is uh, Whit Weeks, and Whit, thanks for joining us. Uh, hopefully we'll get your brother Wes with us in a second here. Yes, sir, always. Glad to be here. <laughs> Tell us what people are going to see on this episode of Tigers in the Wild with you guys out there hunting those feral hogs. Oh, yeah, they're going to see us riding around in the airboat air shooting at some hogs. It was a great experience. I had a lot of fun. You know, I've, I've never done anything like it, so I, I really enjoy going out there and getting to hunt, hunt some hogs. Yeah, and uh, you were with Captain – I call him Captain Whitebean. Tell us about your, your, your airboat operator. Oh, yeah, he was amazing, you know. For me, it was a bit of a culture shock because – you know, I'm being from Georgia, I've never really been around Cajuns like that. And, I mean, he was a true Cajun. Yes, he was. And uh, you all were pretty successful. What was the total count on the hogs that you guys got? I'm pretty sure our, our final number was 38. Wow. And what did, did you see them weigh any of them? What was the biggest one? I think the biggest one was close to 200. I think maybe just under it. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty wild stuff. It's it's very exciting, and uh, I tell you, it's it, that that tournament is great because it accomplishes a few things. It helps veterans, number one, but number two, it also helps eradicate those hogs. I mean, we are in an epidemic stage. I guess you experienced pretty much the same thing in Georgia with this uh, proliferation of these hogs, huh? Oh yeah, they're everywhere, and they tear up the farmland. Yeah, they do a tremendous amount of agricultural damage. They compete with some of the 
the natural wildlife and uh you know they suggest the more that go the better and they're working on some things uh some poisons that would only impact hogs but they hadn't passed inspection yet so it's up to the guys with the the guns and the dogs to go out there and get them uh what tell us what are you guys doing right now as far as football what stage you in you know baseball's got center stage right now but uh lsu football is pretty much year round what are you guys doing yep so we just finished our off-season program um and we've been doing otas recently and then this upcoming week we start spring ball so we'll actually be getting into practices and then we'll practice for a month and then have our spring game on april 13th yeah well that sounds good uh Tell me about your uh, hunting experiences back home in Georgia when you guys were growing up. This is not something totally new. The hog hunting from an airboat certainly was, but you guys do quite a bit of hunting and fishing from back home. Oh, yeah. The the, the experience on the airboat, though, I've, I've never done anything like it. It was probably, probably one of the most fun hunts I've ever been on, but I'd say my favorite hunt to go on back home, you know, definitely either duck hunting or quail hunting. I love to quail hunt, run the dogs through the pine trees and, get a flusher in there, flush the birds, and shoot them. That, that, that's probably my favorite type of hunting right there. What other uh, outdoor activities have you been able to get into here in Louisiana? I know you guys have a busy schedule between classes and the football regimen, but uh, have you been able to, to try any other hunting or fishing here? I've been able to go on uh, two duck hunts. That's about it because, you know, during the fall we're pretty – we're slam busy, so it's it's hard to find time. But whenever we do, we were able to get out on some on some duck hunts. Yeah, well, look, we want to thank you guys for for coming out there and doing a real exciting. I've seen some of the footage, uh, the raw footage that was shot, and it looks very exciting. And uh, we're looking forward to airing it next week, and people can see you guys when you're on the football field. What number are you, and what number is West, so people can look for you? I'm number forty, and then my older brother's number thirty-three. Your older brother, how much older is he? Two years. <laughs> well, we don't know where he is this morning, but anyway, I'm sure he had as much fun as you did. Uh, good luck to you guys on the season. Thanks for being with us, and thanks for helping us put on a very exciting episode of Tigers in the Wild. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. I'm glad to do it. All righty. Thank you. That's Whit Weeks, uh, LSU linebacker. You'll see him in action this year, and uh, he's got a twin brother, his twin brother's number 33, and he also was on that hog hunt. So tune in Bayou Wild TV. Uh, we'll air on several stations across the state. Uh, if you go to our website, BayouWildTV.com, uh, not only can you find all the station listings and the times that it airs, but you can also look at any of the uh, past episodes going all the way back now. Uh, I think we're in season number 12 right now. And uh, this upcoming week, you'll see the episode with uh, West and Whit Weeks and Captain White Bean and Derek Poor doing the hog hunt in the marshes and uh, down there in the Erath area of Louisiana. All right. Uh, also, uh, if you can't find us on a channel, if you, your system doesn't carry it, uh, you can go to our webpage and, and find the YouTube channel. It's BayouWildTV.com and BayouWildTV slash YouTube, and you can find the the show all right thanks for being with us we're getting ready to wrap it up here we'll be back again to do this all over next week we're going to be at scott's marine alberta alabama give all my alabama listeners a chance to come out and say hello enjoy some of uncle larry's products 
uh, meet Ed Miller, the wingbone turkey call craftsman, and get some fishing tips from Captain Patrick Garmison, Ugly Fishing. And, hey, don't forget, if you're in the market for a boat of any time, you fish inshore, you fish offshore, you hunt, you need a, a side-by-side or an ATV, Scott's Marine, Highway 98 in Alberta, Alabama. That's going to wrap it up. Thanks to all our reporters. Thanks to you, the listeners, and, of course, our producer back at the mothership, Cullen Steele, for pushing all the buttons at exactly the right times. We'll see you next week, 5 to 7 a.m., Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.